Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Solve My World podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Ward, and today we are going to to our Friday show, which is, I think I've decided to go ahead and change it to a to doing um, systems or tools, I should call it tools or, uh, yeah, things that we can add to our lives that will make them better. So let's say to summarize, we've got Monday, which is um, habits to make our lives better. Wednesdays, which are things to make the world better, things that could make the world better or something about the world. I don't know. And then Fridays are products or systems or like little life hacks, stuff like that, that can make our lives better. So today I've just, and I I think the Friday ones will be a little bit more fun because, um, I like to try out lots of different weird things, and a lot of the stuff I use are might not be as common, but there's specific reasons that I like it, and even though everyone else uses something else, I'm stubborn, and so I like to stick to the thing that I have. So, And so I think it'll be fun to kind of share some of those things with everyone. So the one that I'm going to talk about today is actually my virtual keyboard on my smartphone. So can I'm sure you're thinking, well, how it does how does it even matter? There's just you have your keyboard on your phone to type with. And they're all pretty much the same. But I actually spent like I don't know, it was probably five or six years ago when I got really interested in different keyboard layouts on um, on phones as well as uh, keyboards in general. In fact, I got so, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Nerdy, I guess, about it, that I ended up changing my keyboard layout to the Dvorak layout, if you've heard of that, and reteaching myself how to type with that just because I felt like it would make me faster, which it has. So all the people that made fun of me, um, I guess you can eat your words or whatever the correct saying is. But yeah, because I am actually much faster typing with Dvorak layout than I was with QWERTY, though I will admit that it is kind of a pain that when I use a different keyboard, I'm really slow because... I, I kind once you've learned the one way, it's kind of hard to, to go back to the other way. So, so I guess in that aspect, I wouldn't recommend necessarily people switch, because uh, it's kind of a cost. But like I said in the intro, because I'm kind of stubborn and, and just like doing things that I think make me a little bit more efficient, and I'm willing to put up with things even though it actually makes me less efficient probably. Though I think on average I'm probably overall more efficient because when I am typing out big long things on my uh, at my desk, it's nice to be able to type a little bit faster. Um, and, uh, and then when I'm using someone else's computer, it's usually not for typing very much, so it doesn't really matter. But anyway, so wh- when I was doing that whole, all that research, and I switched over the Dvorak keyboard, which by the way on my phone I still use QWERTY, um, for a few reasons, um, that, well, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you the reasons now, uh, with the Dvorak key keyboard layout, it's interesting because 
<clears throat> on your one hand, you've got all of your, um, on your left hand, all of your vowels are right on the home row. And so that means when you're typing, you're pretty much alternating from left to right to left to right, back and forth, because um, oftentimes you've got, you know, you got vowel constant, vowel constant. And of course, there's usually, there'll be like a couple consonants and then a vowel or whatever, but you're switching back and forth a lot more often. Whereas the QWERTY keyboard, you know, I've heard, but I, I guess I haven't verified, but I've heard that um, it was specifically designed for, um, for uh, typewriters. And so it was designed to slow people down a little bit and also to try and make it so that they type with the same hand more often because that kind of slows you down so that it, the, um, uh, what do they call the, the things that shoot out from the, from the typewriter to type on the paper, those little, uh, I can't even think of how to describe them, but anyway, they don't get crossed because you wouldn't want to be typing in them to like get tangled up. And so they made it so that you're really kind of typing with one hand and then you kind of switch to the other hand. And, and so anyway, I've heard that that's kind of, that was the reason, but it might just be uh, Dvorak people prop propaganda. But with the Dvorak keyboard, you're more often switching back and forth, which makes you technically more efficient um, on a computer. But the problem with a phone is usually you're typing with one hand. And so if you're typing with one hand, having to jump back and forth across the keyboard uh, actually makes it slower. And whereas with the QWERTY, having the letters kind of uh, closer together for similar words, it speeds you up a little bit, um, or at least doesn't slow you down as much as the Dvorak. And the other reason is because the keyboard that I finally settled on as being my favorite doesn't support um, Dvorak, so I didn't really have a choice once I switched. So I'll give you a little history lesson on my on my search for the perfect keyboard layout. Um, I actually started the search with my cousin Evan, uh, and we were just trying to find the best keyboard. And of course, we had to try all the different alternatives. So I actually came across one that was really fun that was called 8-Pen, um, if I remember right. It's the 8-Pen keyboard. And it was a completely different style. Basically, you had a circle in the middle of your... Um, in the middle of where the keyboard would be. And then you had lines coming out from the left, right, top, and bottom. Uh, so four lines. So there were like four quadrants. And then next to the lines were all the letters. So the way you would type is you would put your finger in the dot in the middle, and then you would go out into the quadrant that has your letter. And then you would go from that quadrant over to the next quadrant that had your letter. And then you'd go back through the middle to type that one letter. And then to type a word, you would just keep um, you just keep that loop going. So you'd go through the loop and then come out wherever the next letter is, and then go into the loop and then come out where that letter is, and so on. So you're kind of making all these figure eights. And and it took a little bit to figure out, but once I got it, it was kind of fun to type that way. But because to type one letter, you basically have to loop your finger around. It was just really inefficient. You had to just like to type a five letter word, you had to loop at least five times and sometimes more depending on which letters they were. And so it actually was extremely slow, but it was really fun. So it was kind of, 
I was kind of hoping that that one could be faster, but it just wasn't. Um, so that one was was a pretty fun one. I found a bunch of of different kind of weird layouts with big, uh, you know, ones that had big uh, squ- squares that you'd like double tap to do different letters and weird things like that. And they were they were all kind of just weird and didn't really seem like they made you that much faster. Um, and then, of course, there was the traditional swipe keyboard, uh, which was pretty popular at the time where you just, I'm sure you're all familiar, you just put your finger on whatever letter you start with and then just swipe around hitting each letter. And then when you're done, you lift up. And that one was pretty cool and um, was actually the fastest one that I came up with up till that point. Um, and and really handy. Uh I know, and and fun to swipe around. So I really liked that that one, but it was a little bit boring because that's what everyone used, and if everyone uses it, that's I can't stick with that, of course. And so um, I I heard about a new, well, was it even new? Yeah, it was new. So um, so I was studying about BlackBerry a lot back when I owned a few of their stocks when they were trying to do their big company turnaround and stuff, and they came out with a couple Android phones. And they had a new keyboard on their phones called the BlackBerry keyboard um, with that had a completely new way of, of typing. Now, it's kind of difficult for me to explain how it works. So I'll leave a video. I'll try and find a video or something. I might have to make one myself because I don't even know if they have one. But, but anyway, I'll put something in the show notes that hopefully can help. Um, if not, then that may- means that I gave up. But the way that it works is um, you just have a normal keyboard layout, but then above the letters, you'll have a little floating word. And the floating word will be um, like your suggested word. Now, whenever I try to explain this to people, they, they they think they know what I'm talking about and they get confused because a lot of keyboards, you know, have the three suggestions up above the keyboard, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like on the keyboard, um, above, above an individual letter, there's a little word floating above it. So for example, I just pulled it up on my keyboard and, um, and so I've got right above the A key, I've got the word and. And notice the and starts with A because, and so it's floating above the A. And then above the T, you've got the, and above the O, you have on. So that's what I have right now on my keyboard. Now, the if you want to use one of those words, you just go like you're going to click on that letter, and then you just swipe up, you know, a quick little flick. Um, and then that base, that just autofills the word. Um, and then it uses the same... Uh, software that SwiftKey uses to predict what word you're going to type next, and then does the same thing. So, like right now, if I swipe up on on the word "the" on my keyboard, it's now giving me um, a few suggestions. So, above the S, it's got the word "second." Above the F, it's got the word "first." Above the word "p" or the letter "p," it's got the word "problem." So it's just guessing what what word I'll type next, just like the normal suggestions will do. But instead of putting all the words up at the top, it puts them above the letter that you would type to do the word. But it gets even better than that. Let's say that instead of saying, uh, let's see, 
instead of saying, what am I going to say? So the word is, um, the sentence I'm going to say the best, because I'm going to say the best keyboard. So, and so there's nothing floating above the B. So I just type B like I normally would. I just click on it. And now if I, my suggestions I've got above the A, I've got back because I've already typed the B. So the next letter I would type is A. And so that's why back is floating above the A. And then above the I, there's big. And then above the E, you guessed it, it says best. So right then I can just click on the E and flick on it. And then it says the best. So now it's giving me some more suggestions. Above the A, it has and. Above the W, it has way. Above the F, it has for. Above the T, it has time. And above the O, it has of. And so those different sentences would all make sense. The best and, the best way, the best for, the best time, the best of. But I want to type keyboard. So I click on the K. Now I've got above the E. Not, it hasn't quite figured it out. It has the word kept above the E. And then above the I, it has kind. And above the N, it has known. So I'm going to go ahead and click the E because I'm going to type keyboard. And now um, above the E, it says keep. So if I was going to type another E, I could do the word keep. Above the Y, it has keywords, close, but hasn't quite got it yet. So I'll go ahead and type the Y. But now, bingo, right, below, right above the B, it has the word floating keyboard. So now I can flick on that and type keyboard. So the, the thing that made this, um, that really sold me on this, is you can basically just type normal, like you're just tapping the letters, but whatever letter you're about to type next, it'll have a suggestion above it. And so if you happen to see your suggestion, you can just flick on it. And and so I know it's just a little thing, and I guess that's just, that's just how I am, so you should just uh, accept that at this point. But um, when I had the normal suggestions above my keyboard, I would I would find myself like I wanted to use the suggestion, so I'd type a letter and then I'd look up to see if it was there, you know, and I'm not really like looking way up, but my eyes would flick up for a second and if it's and then read the three words. And if it's not one of those, then I look back down, click the next word, look up, and look back down, next letter, you know, and so on. And and it was just I was constantly like glancing up at it and I would get frustrated that it wasn't there yet because then I had to go and type the next letter and so on. Whereas with the BlackBerry keyboard, I just start typing like normal. And then as as I look at the next letter I'm about to type, the word just will appear eventually and then I can flick on it. And so I don't slow down at all trying to look at what the suggestions are. The suggestions just start floating above the word I'm going to type. So... So when I did a test on that, because um, it feels like you're typing kind of slow because it's just like tap, tap, flick, tap, flick, tap, 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 flick, tap, flick. Um, whereas when you're swiping, it's like, whoo, swipe, whoo, swipe. And that's the sound that I make when I swipe texting on my keyboard. But when I, when I timed it, I was almost twice as fast using the BlackBerry keyboard. Um, and that was when I had only been using it for like a week. And so I hadn't, one, hadn't practiced as much. And two, my suggestions weren't as good yet. And so now that I've been using it for like two or three years, the suggestions are so good that when I need to type something, um, it's actually a little bit embarrassing because you see how often you just say the same things over and over again. But I'll just go on there and instead of typing anything, I'm just like, 
flick, 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 flick. And then I'm done, you know, because it just guesses all the correct words. Um, and so normally when I type, it's like type, flick, 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 type, type, flick, type, flick, you know, so it, and each time you flick, that's a whole word that's getting filled in. So, so I think that's why it makes it so fast. Cause you're just one, you don't have to take your eye off of what you're doing. So you just keep typing like normal. And then two, um, you just flick and it does a whole word in one flick. Whereas when you're swipe texting, you're swipe, you have to swipe the whole word out. Um, and then if it's wrong, then you have to try and guess it. That's the other thing too. It has pretty good autocorrect features. Um, so like if I start typing a word wrong, it kind of like assumes that you have a typo. And so it'll still give you suggestions for words, even if those aren't the exact letters. And I've been pretty impressed at how good it is at guessing. Like if I accidentally click S instead of A, and then I continue typing the word that it still figures out, okay, he meant an A back then. And so it gives me suggestion for a word with an A. So I've been pretty impressed with that. So, um, so yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. Hopefully that makes sense. So, so it's been my favorite keyboard now for like, I don't know, it's probably been three or four years now, which is pretty impressive for me to stick with something that long. Uh, I just haven't found anything that can compete with the speed or the, or how much I like using it. Um, the, here's the problem though. One second, let me grab a drink. So the problem that I have with it, well, I don't have the problem, but the problem I have with recommending it to people is getting it is not straightforward. It's built specifically for BlackBerry phones. And so the, and so you can't just go to the app store and download it, but because it's uh, Android, someone has been able to figure it out, of course. And so there's actually an app you can get called BlackBerry manager, but you can't even find that in the app store. So you have to go to a specific website and download the APK, which is just the, the, the file for the app to download the app and and download the blackberry manager and then in the blackberry manager it it has a list of all the blackberry apps which i kind of looked at a lot of them and they're kind of interesting but i'm not i'm not using any of them except for the keyboard sorry had to cough there for a second oh losing my voice i better <clears throat> try and wrap this up because I haven't strengthened my voice enough for this podcast yet. Anyway, you have to download the BlackBerry Manager, and then within the BlackBerry Manager, you have to download the BlackBerry keyboard. So, so that's the difficult thing with it is is you can't just download it from the App Store, but it's not really that hard to set up. So. If you're interested, I'll put the link uh, in the show notes, and uh, and if you have any troubles installing it, let me know, and I can help because I think that that it's awesome, and I really wish other keyboards would implement this feature because I think it's just genius. But I think it's just because the BlackBerry phones weren't popular enough, it wasn't able to catch on, or maybe I'm just crazy and no one else really likes it. But I really like it, and. And I got my wife to download it, and she really likes it. And I've had a few other people that have tried it, and they mostly like it. There's a few little quirks 
with it because um, because it's not it's not it doesn't have as many settings as a lot of the other keyboards do, and so if it doesn't have your specific the way you specifically like to do things, you might have issues with it. But but yeah, if you want, you can try it out. I don't really care, but but I kind of do because I think that everyone should use it because it's the best. So, but anyway, I'm, I'm like dying here, losing my voice for some reason. So, so I'm going to have to stop and, and, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So Blackberry keyboard's awesome and we will see you guys next time. I don't know why I keep saying I'm going to see you next time because it's like, I'm not even going to see these people. I'm just, I'm just going to talk to them. And they'll listen to me, so I won't even listen to them next time. They'll just have to listen to me, so I don't even...